0: Because <laughs> I, know, I know I'm going to get famous one day. And I'm trying to get the internet to do it. you can be
1: famous off Black Dance Club. This thing going to be like, have like 10,000 followers by the end of the year.
0: Absolutely. Yo, if you're listening right now, we are live on Facebook. It's too late if you're listening to it on Anchor, Spotify, wherever. Um, but donate. Donate. Where Dr. Umar at? Hold on.
1: <laughs> Donations. Yeah, we do these. Donations. Do need. We can do, do got to advertise this year. Um, we'll sh- get that set up, though.
0: Facts and shout out to Dr. Umar who was highly upset at
1: Black Panther. Um, Dr. Umar is hilarious. Wait, wait, are we are we, are we recording live? We are live. We cause we got like four lives going right now. So apologies to everybody.
0: No, no apologies. Um, look, Dr. Umar was highly upset at Black Panther. Um, he said the, the the Mexican community came and whooped our ass in our own movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know that because I ain't seen the movie yet. You ever seen it? Nah, man. But now it's coming out on Disney+, Plus, so I don't think my wife taking me to go see it. But you know who betrayed us? Cool. was Hayden, my nephew. Oh, what did, what did Hayden do? We take him to go see every Marvel movie. That's our three things. We've been doing this since he was, like, old enough to listen. Yeah. So, and he don't listen now to his mom. Sorry, Britt. But uh, <laughs> he listened to me. So, you know, since he was, like, three, we've seen everything together. And so we had this plant out, me, the wife, and Haydoe. Um, sister was going to babysit and he came in the house one day and he had a, had a look on his eyes, bro. Like he betrayed, he betrayed the, you know, the system. (laughs) And then, so we looked at him we was like, what happened? He was like, Oh, I seen it. He tried to tell us about the movie. Like he was going to give us a review. I was like, man, you can't trust these kids for shit. (laughs) And um, and then of course he's only nine. So he can't get, but so much of the show, correct the movie, you know, but whatever, man. But shout out to him. Yo, I want to welcome everybody to the black dad's club. Um, season five, uh, loading. Mike has officially said season five. Hold on.
1: I know we didn't give y'all an outro episode That we normally do every year.
0: Yeah, well we do a recap of the yeah, things we it got.
1: Got busy. We can do. We can do that like episode like three or four. Though. Oh,
0: before we get that, happy belated
1: birthday to my co-host. Oh yeah, happy birthday to me. <laughs> uh, good. Um. How was your birthday, man? It was good, man. Uneventful, man. Uh I didn't I didn't really do too 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 much. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, happy, man. Once you get in those 40s, bro, you start like knowing that, you know, you don't know how much you don't know if it's more road behind you or ahead of you. <laughs> you start becoming real grateful. So, that's that's where it is with that.
0: You started very depressing with that statement.
1: Hey, man, I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> you gonna see. Just keep waiting. You are in your 30s, just you about to start relax. seeing. Relax. <laughs> you got to relax. Um <laughs> started-
0: did the 49ers win for you for your birthday? Man, forty nine. We don't want nine straight. We rolling. Oh, y'all stole our best player, and then uh... yeah, yeah. We took him with a backup quarterback. Man, we rolling. Look, man. Um. All right. Did you what you eat on your birthday? Did you go out to dinner? Did any young lady out there uh, take care of you on your birthday? No. We getting you uh, a girlfriend this year.
1: You no, know man. See, come on, come on, man. Just let it happen. All right, man. Like, <laughs> okay. So this is the thing, right? I would prefer to just date. And then get married. Like I don't need a girlfriend. Well, you gotta date a girl, that makes a Yeah, but girlfriend, that no, right? I mean that, that makes somebody that you you seeing. Like I, like the girl, girlfriend, it's like a, a fixture. I don't need a fixture. I need I need someone that wants to be involved in a part of my life.
0: So you wanna but so you need a lady. I mean, come on, bro. You Let's need a Let's say a lady friend then. Let's say that. Let's nah, say a lady friend. Women don't accept that in uh Let's 20. say a lady friend. What her age range gotta be? Cause I
1: um <laughs> Well, let, I mean, according to according to the Twitter, and if me. you're more than three years apart, oh. you, you're a predator. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter been going. Unless you're a woman. <laughs> Twitter been tripping. <laughs> Only
0: woman predator we was able to get off with Jada Pickett. Like, everybody else we had to let. Like, all Ugh. those women was cool. Um, You know, the last podcast for my photography podcast, I told my host who, I mean, I told my guest who, shout out to Sheree. She is an event uh, planner here in Charlotte. She at the end she was I was like you got to come back on a podcast you got to come back she said yeah but I really got to get on that Black Dads Club hey was, man
1: Black Dads Club I'm telling you this year is the year man this is this is ten thousand downloads episode episode like, I did tell uploaded. her that you
0: like the twenty seven year olds
1: I don't have anything against twenty seven year old grown women <laughs> what's the young <laughs> what's the youngest you willing to date probably twenty seven. Eh. Like, like, real talk, right? Like probably 27. You need to date a
0: woman at least 35 and older.
1: Well, no, you say what's the least. Like, you, you didn't say what what by, what by I prefer. You said what's the man. minimum.
0: But you needed to say
1: Gavin loves to do this. Gavin loves to ask me uh, a question and then immediately change the topic. Look. You should see our group chat. I be wanting to smack him. I, I ain't know. No. He loved doing that.
0: I know I got you when you refuse to respond back to me. So that's why I always <laughs> throw, like, three more comments. Mike liked to say I argue like a chick. And so purposely, like, when I know He's, I didn't got him mad, I send him, like, three back-to-back <laughs> short-ass messages that I know Mike got to be like, yo, fuck him. Throw the phone and keep it moving. Um, but it's all out of fun, you know. And then I do it with Baraka. Baraka be making me mad because he laugh all the time at comments. And I don't know if he'd be serious or not. And then Ez, he learned to ignore me, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He, Ez, all good. Ez
1: got the got one up on us on that one.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we got an interesting show. Um, where you want to start? Should we start with Skip and Shannon? It's hot on the Yeah, past. yeah, yeah. I
1: was gonna start with Skip and Shannon.
0: Um, for those who've been living under a rock, I think probably three episodes ago, we came in here and told y'all Skip and Shannon ain't been skipping and Shannon like they should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: they they're, they're not getting
0: along. They're not, and it's one of them things where it's like, you know, um, I listened to an interview with Shannon one time, and he said they asked him how was Skip when the cam when they go to commercials. He said, Oh, we don't talk. And they said, um, so what is it like before? He's like, pre-production meetings, they kind of give us the topics. We kind of say, yo, what's your stance? And then we leave. And he's like, doing the episode, he's like, but Skip really believes what he says. But he's like, we don't talk. And so for me, that kind of threw me off because I would imagine, like, during a commercial break, maybe y'all joke, maybe y'all laugh, maybe whatever. But then as time's been going, you know, I don't know if it was the, you know, the Cowboys thing, I really feel like Skip hates – LeBron, probably. and um, Shannon, he don't think that Tom Brady is all that. I think, I think Shannon sees Tom Brady as just another guy.
1: You know, I, I don't see. Shannon played football, right? So he knows what he was we great don't at know. football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably the greatest tight end of all time.
0: Uh, he in top five? No, he's, he's my, probably
1: the greatest. Better than Tony? <laughs> Here we yeah, go. Yes, not Shannon. better than Tony. Not <laughs> better than Rob. Look, uh, this is the thing. Once you once you are the blueprint, and everybody else come behind. It's definitely you, that. Yeah, you you especially when your numbers match, right? Like, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. Not like Shannon had like four thousand yards, Facts. and then people was like, oh, well, we, we should do what they did with Shannon. And he played on a team that had Terrell Davis. Like, well, and he played with the interception machine himself. Absolutely. So, 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 like, yeah, he dude is probably the greatest tight end. So when he says something, like, even if I feel a certain way, like, I'm a 49er fan, right? Mm -hmm. Joe Montana's a GOAT quarterback. But then, you know, like, what Tom Brady has done in the last decade, I'm like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't really argue it, right? I I can argue it as a fan, but as a rational human being, it's like, yo, all right, yeah, Tom Brady might be greater than Joe Montana. Yeah. Right? So, but I think Shannon, being a football player, he understands more. I think he's more behind the scenes. I think he knows what guys say about guys. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff that he doesn't say on camera Facts. but he's trying to explain to us that like yo is the reason why they ain't liking russ right Facts. like he's trying to explain it to you but i like i can't tell y'all what i know absolutely <laughs> and, absolutely and i think skip feels that he knows as much as shannon when it comes to football and that's, and that's, not that's the what case. pisses shannon off absolutely like nah
0: bro and so things have been um it wasn't the main topic of tom brady it was one before that And Shannon was saying something, and Skip just kept, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yeah, hold on, hold on. And it got to a point where Shannon said, yo, I'm going to let you go. Skip was like, no, go ahead. He said, no. Now, the blow up that mainstream America who don't really watch the show saw was when they had the conversation about Tom Brady. And I do believe that great debates are great when nobody goes below the belt. Yes. And I felt like Skip took that moment, and I – I don't mean this by no disrespect. I think Skip is on the spectrum. Um, and I think he's, you know, on the side of the spectrum that can't read rooms. Me and you have watched fighting videos, and yeah. we're like, yo, did that dude not know he was about to get punched? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't – you couldn't read the body language? Yeah. And so, Skip is that for me. So, when I see Skip talk and he tells him, no, he insinuates, yo, you jealous of Tom Brady. And you're telling a man who has three Super Bowls who I believe – he's my favorite tight end, but to me – He's a top five, top three tight end of all time. You telling that man, yo, you jealous? He's already in the Hall of Fame. He's
1: well. So this is the thing. I think at one point in time they were really good friends. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the problem is because I mean obviously right. Like if you if you if you put somebody on and you getting them three and a half million when they were trying to pay them one and a half million, Mm -hmm. you owe them right. And that's what Skip did for for Shannon. For Shannon, okay. So you know he got him paid and he got him paid well. That. That's probably more money than Shannon made in any individual in, you know, NFL season. Absolutely. Right? So it's like, yo, it, they're living in L.A., like there's an appreciation for that. But once you start taking me for granted, right? Which is what's happening now. Right? You start thinking that, like, <clears throat> I'm the boss. You're the underling. It's going to fall apart. Facts. <clears throat> because I don't think Shannon cared that, he, that Skip made more money than him. But I no. think Shannon took it as like, yo, okay, it's a partnership. Yeah, facts, and, and and that's how like relationships are in general, right? Like facts. you know, like if you if you date a woman, I, I don't think a woman Uh-oh. cares. No, listen, I don't think she cares <laughs> if a man makes more money, right? She probably prefer. You yeah, know. you know what I'm saying. And, and but it's the same thing. Like if a man meets a woman, I don't think he cares that she makes more money, right? I mm. think. But but the moment you start treating me less than. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, oh, we doing, we going there now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's adversarial, and I think that's where Skip and Shannon is.
0: Um, You know, it's one of those things where I have to remind myself they're part of the entertainment uh, Facts. business. I have to remind myself they work for Fox above all networks. Um, And I also have to remind myself that this is a situation where if the network isn't careful, this will blow up on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think Shannon's gonna smack Skip on on I there. hope not. I, but I, because I think, I think, I think what Shannon gets is just too much, right? Like I think the money matters, right? Being in LA matters, right? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think Shannon's gonna be in LA if he's not working on Sports, not. right? So I don't think that's going. I don't think it's gonna reach that level.
0: Well, and then what level I hope it don't reach is <sighs> this is my problem with Skip. Skip can't read a room to say, "Yo, I'm pushing the greatest." Nothing's going to get better than skipping Stephen A. But Stephen A got to a point where he he felt like he was just important as Skip to a network. Cool. Skip is gone. This is, like, very close to how good first take was when it was good, right? And so when I look at it, Skip got to realize, like, yo, is making him so upset that he's willing to leave, is that necessary? Or can I read the room and say, yo, maybe self isn't so important and – no no
1: that's that's not what they do
0: that's not what skip does (laughs) it's a lot of privilege showing yeah i think it's like look like i told y'all i thought shannon wasn't coming back to work for a week yeah um the fact that he took a day off and came right back and was smiling
1: (laughs) yeah i mean because i mean obviously he couldn't go on that next day because skip was gonna do exactly what he did right like in the opening monologue, I watched like ten minutes of the show. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he's like, he's trying to go through it, and then Skip interrupts him. Yeah, like the day after, that's probably a fight. It, that that probably oh, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Shannon yeah. did the like, you know what? I'm gonna just chill out for a oh, sec. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so now we, I, I'm interested to see what happened. Um, Jamel Hill had me weak because she wrote a tweet out about, um, she wrote a tweet about how. She wonders if the network is getting basically getting off on, yo, these two guys are bickering is bringing in ratings. Let, and, let's let's
1: go to Jamelle Hill so, real quick.
0: Um, the joke for me was, hold on, I'm a, I want to read her tweet out. Um, make sure y'all go and follow us, like us, do whatever you got to do, man. Um, God will bless you for being nice to us. I promise
1: you. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, we're actually at uh, Black Dads well, S underscore Pod P O D. Facts. Um,
0: Jamil wrote. Oh my gosh! Don't kill me, folks. Don't don't kill me. Uh, all right. Jamil wrote this. Uh, this post. Damn it, man. Y'all ain't gonna let me. Oh, she says honestly, wondering the same thing. I know people on this app are largely acting like kids witnessing a fight at 3 p.m. But it's excruciating TV. Um, this isn't a good look for the network, who appears to be exploiting cl- conflict for viewership. This is kind of gross. Now. My response to her that she did not see. Let's go ahead and keep that real. I said that's literally the entertainment business, and when has the media ever cared about the image of a black man?
1: Um, well, if you could, let, let's put it let's put it this way: if this if Shannon would have done something against Skip, all the black pundits would be on it. Let you know, matter of fact, let's go ahead and go there because I'm about sick of y'all, <clears throat> real quick. This toxic, you know, situation that we have in our community, right? Okay. If this was something, if this was something that Shannon had did, or you know, you know. Another, I guess, prominent person, every black person would, would have posted something about it and said, yo, this is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. When That's anything fair. goes on on the other side of the culture, they ignore it. They ignore every fucking thing. They do not care that Skip doesn't give a damn about Hamlin. They don't give a damn that Skip doesn't give a damn about Shannon. They ignore the shit, and that's why they're able to keep going where they're going. And where I'm going with this is here we is go. that when Dana White and his wife got into it in Mexico, oh, I have not seen any, not one. I look for, I, I mean, bro, I spent all day the next day and the day after trying to see if any professional blogger if any professional outlet, uh-huh. or if anybody who always has these disdains against black men, anytime we got them, Jaywalk, mm. we're supposed to say anything. Okay, so
0: what happened? You got to break it down. What happened with Dana White? Dana
1: White and his wife—they're they're in the club. They're partying for New Year's. Uh-huh. Dana White is the UFC president, mm-hmm. and his wife smacked him, and Dana White eiked her back. Right? Mm. He, he 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 I don't even think he. I don't even think it was two. I think it was like three. I think he was trying to get a point across, right? Now I'm not here. To, I'm not here to say you know Dana White was wrong or his wife was wrong because if, if you actually check out domestic violence, not from crime statistics, but if you actually look at studies Uh-oh. by institutions, they better kill us. They will tell you. They will tell you that intimate partner violence uh, is bidirectional, which means that both parties are affecting one another. And mm-hmm. they, and, and that was a really good example of bidirectional. Violence. Okay. So over half of int- intimate partner violence, or as, as most people like to think of it, domestic violence, occurs when both of the people are antagonizing each other, either emotionally or physically. Okay. But the fact that Dana White can do this, and it trends nowhere. 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 <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, never mind. Stephen A. Smith, nothing. Jamel Hill, Nothing. Uh, wh- wh- whatever, whatever. Black liberal pundit. What Jason Whitlock? At? You know nothing, <laughs> right? And it's like, yo, this this field is so freaking unbalanced, right? Because you know, if there was an outcry, Dana White would suffer a, a punishment, whether mm. wrongly or rightly. I'm not even. I'm not even here to talk about the intimate partner violence. I'm not here to say who was right and who was wrong, mm. right? I ain't even here for that. I'm just saying the fact that it showed up nowhere. Yeah, it didn't show up. Like it still ain't showed up. We talk, we're going to what this, this is day 5 of it.
0: I love uh when we get on. I love when it's hey, we ain't hearing y'all talk about this. That's the only way it trends.
1: Yeah, that's the only way it trends. And it's like it's the same thing with Brett Favre. And you know, so my my point, my point that I'm trying to get to is that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's racial. You can't oh, yeah. say you can't say it's anything but that. And Thanks. you know, so it's like, yo, so as black men, if we're under this constant scrutiny, right, if we're under this constant microscope, of course, we're going to look bad because you're over-policed, you're over-punished, over mm. right? So you're going to look bad when you get caught. But here's the thing, though. The dudes who miss all that, the dudes who actually turn out to be good dudes are going to be at a much, much, much higher level than the rest of the community. Mm. And that's going to, that is going to create future problems in our community.
0: Mm. Speaking of future problems in our community... It is time to discuss them versus their dads. <laughs> um, so let me let me take y'all behind the curtain of what happens at this podcast. Um, the holiday season, I do holiday. I'm a photographer, so I do a lot of family portraits during the holidays, as you can imagine. And um, most of my clients hail is of African American descent. And as usual, we show up late. <laughs> and we need things done in a timely manner. So, I love my people for that because I have to plan for that. Yep. Um even amongst the way of yo Mike, we can't do the podcast this day because I'm working all, all day. day. And so, um we was trying to do some episodes because man, you got to love during the holiday season people give us everything. Um before we get to so I want to say that because uh Mike hit me up and was like, "Yo, these kids is disrespectful. Now, Mike has said <laughs> for the last two seasons that some of y'all need to get punched in the mouth. A lot of kids need to get punched in the mouth. This is true. Um, we're going to talk about some fathers and them and their relationship with their kids. And it's not to make fun of the situation. It's actually to highlight what we need to work on.
1: Yeah. Um, and look out for and the things that are going to occur. And not all these people handle this the best way. I no, think that's important. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Not, not. We talk about. And it's problems. not even
1: criticized. Cause look, this is the thing, man. Like, dude, parenting. There, there is no answer key for parenting. Like, I, I mean, I, I felt bad for parents. I felt bad for my parents. Like, raising yeah. me was completely different than raising my brother, right? right? Like, and and like that's the crazy thing that no one tells you about parenting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, my parents really wanted to raise all of us the same way, and then they just realized, like, okay, I'm watching yeah. my parents struggle. <laughs> like, why does this kid does it, and why does this kid does not do it? And it's like, okay, no one ever gives you the guidebook or the handbook on like, yo, how do you become, you know, a better man? Which is why you know we focus on the tenets because if you do care, grace, and mercy, right? Like, if you understand, like, that's what masculinity is: care, grace, mercy. Yeah. If you get that, then you're able to apply that, in no matter what the situation or what scenario, but who we starting with? Uh, you want to
0: start with Master P or Ahmaudah Steinmeier or Brian McKnight? Where you want to go from? Oh,
1: boy, that, that was a crazy – holidays be really driving y'all crazy. Well, we can start with Master <laughs> P and Romeo. They fixed their issue. They did. No, we like, get there. Yeah, yep. I mean, so the thing with Master P and Romeo is Romeo felt bad because his dad, you know, sent his condolences out to Twitch. Uh, RIP. You know. We wanted to talk about that last episode. We did, we just, and, and, we, and I mean, you know, season five, we always do a mental health – We we always do several mental health episodes, but we Mm -hmm. definitely need to probably do one at the beginning of the year, uh, folks around suicide because the suicide rates are going like through the roof Mm -hmm. for men, but especially black men. Absolutely. So to say that um, P, you know, offered his condolences. Romeo did not take kindly to that because you know they've lost a sibling, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just it, it it cascaded. But what I am glad about is that you know it was as public on the internet with them making up too Ugh. now i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this romeo was wrong master p was wrong master p was also wrong but um, but, but, but but romeo cuz here's the thing <laughs> if master p lives in new orleans right now and he's master p the gas station you know owner of the gas station right i ain't gonna say he mm-hmm. works there right he's the owner of the gas station is Romeo at classes at USC studying acting? Um, I don't know. What is he playing basketball for USC? For USC? Is he acting and, and on a, a, a television network right now? All right. Romeo, this is
0: my problem with Romeo. You act like your dad ain't your dad. Yes. <laughs> it's a couple of people in this world who I think can go to New Orleans and not pay for nothing. Mm-hmm. Master P and his family. Yep. Birdman, Little Wayne. Yep. And probably Drew Brees. Yep. And it might be somebody I forget. Manny, you know whatever Archie Manning. That's yeah. about it. Oh yeah. Okay. That, so that's cool. about it. <laughs> so Romeo, you acting like your dad ain't Master P. You acting like what Mike just said is so much that your father did for you that Mike has a saying and I don't like it, but I have to. It has to. it, it has some validity validity to it. Especially when you're 30, bro. Stop saying, you can't say since 18 I was living pay- paycheck to paycheck. Yes. When at 18 we see you starting your own businesses, we see you promoting, we see you out here working, you on TV. Yeah. Um, Bro, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, maybe you shouldn't be living where you live in. And,
1: and, Come and, to Charlotte. Yeah, well, I mean, that, <laughs> that becomes a lot of problem, right? Is that, you know, when you're born in privilege, you know, you don't, you don't really understand how much privilege you had. And and I get P's point, right, because he didn't grow up in pr- privilege.
0: Absolutely so, not.
1: So he, he's aware of how good uh, Romeo has it. Facts. Romeo has no clue. Romeo had a
0: house at his dad's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he had to drive to get to his dad's house in. Yeah. Don't think we forgot about Cribs. <laughs> we saw that shit.
1: And, and the thing about it is, so, you know, Romeo, like when you grow up like that, you always kind of look at your parents as if they got it. Like think think about it right now. I mean, we're grown. We're, we're we're adults, right? Facts. But have we ever known how much money our parents had or did not have?
0: Nah, I remember one time I saw my dad's taxes and my mom snatched that thing out of my hand so fast.
1: <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like we never knew. We never know how much our parents have or don't have, right? Yeah. This occurs at every level. Absolutely. So Romeo to assume that like oh all my all my what I made on my half a million records that I sold running up against the buzzsaw, which was Bow Wow. Absolutely. right. Like, like, this is the thing. If Bow Wow has to work right now, Bro. every other child rapper Facts. is going to have to work because he was the most prolific Bro. child rapper ever. Absolutely. So if he ain't worth $100 million, nobody's nobody is worth $100 and, million. and speaking
0: of, I'm going to go through it as, that quickly, too. Um Bow Wow, you fussing with JD look equally as corny because we see JD as your dad. You've always said that's your father figure, whatever. He raised you, blah, blah, blah. You fussing with him over stupid stuff.
1: Yeah, who created... Um,
0: 106 and Park. 106 in like, Y'all like, look stupid. It's not um, really that serious. Going back to Romeo, uh, Romeo. I think the most distasteful thing about Romeo's thing, not just him putting on the internet. I expect millennials, especially Gen Z, to put everything on the internet. Um, <laughs> True. The fact that you're complaining about your dad all the while of you promoting products in your complaint video is disgusting to me. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, bro. It's it just <laughs> it's just something about that, um, and it just seems like yo. I I don't know. It's something about a thirty year old man saying yo. At eighteen, I've been having. I had to grow up. That bothered me.
1: Yeah, but how to? But the thing is. Is there a way to prevent it, right? Like, because, as as dads, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when's your little friend, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, how do you keep that line of communication open as a father to where as your child feels comfortable enough that they're able to explain it to you, right? Like, because I, I, I think I think I'm doing that now with my son, mm, right? Okay. But 20 years from now, I might find out that I didn't do it, right? So Facts. now we got to try to explain to him. Okay, well, how do you how does how does he have that ability to explain that to his kid? The problem we keep running into is we all parent in our own ways, and we none of us offer grace to anybody for like any type of parenting mistakes. Facts, right? Like if, so, if, oh, if, no. if someone if someone kid is fucked up, we're just like, and we're gonna stop cursing so much this, this season too, because we need the message to get across. I think I sent this to my mom. <laughs> you know, but it's like if we offer no grace, then we're all just parenting in the dark, right? Like no one mm. is able to say, "Hey, I made these mistakes, or you know, this is what I told my son because we're so afraid of being judged of like what we said or what we did, mm-hmm. and I don't know i think I think as men, we at least have to come together a little bit more to, you know, quote-unquote, share these tips, right? Like, we're, today we're talking about Master P, who I don't think is a bad father. We're going to talk about yeah. Brian McKnight, who I get why he cut his sons off, like, you know, if you know that whole <laughs> backstory, you know. But, you know, the fact that he bought his stepdaughter the a car is not helping him with his sons, right? Hershel Walker. You know, let I me mean, not talk about Hershel Walker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it's the same thing, you know, Jermaine Dupree, Bow Wow, and who else was were talking about today?
0: Uh, we got to go to Amari.
1: You know, and Amari and his daughter... I, we, we have to be able to have these conversations without the fear of being judged or the fear of reprisal, and I, I think that's a conversation amongst men. I don't mm. think that's a conversation amongst family. I don't think that's a conversation amongst everybody else. I, I do believe that that's a conversation amongst men.
0: Um, going to Mr. Stoudemire. um, my man was graduating. One of the most unstoppable duos on uh, uh, 2K – or that might have been NBA Live. Him and Steve Nash running that pick yeah, and roll yeah, yeah. was just Phoenix. disgusting.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and it all went down here when you go play with the Knicks. The Knicks suck, by the way, just in general. Um, sidebar. Excuse me, that was my sidebar. But Amari, and he was graduating from the University of Miami, getting off stage, and the police was waiting for him. Yes. Um, apparently, allegedly, he punched his daughter for being disrespectful to her grandmother. Um, the young lady called her mom They don't know if it's the 17 or the 14 year old But the young lady called her mom Her mom came and got her Took her to the police station The police said it was blood on her clothes And here we are Um, I seen a couple of I seen, I seen a good mix of people upset But a couple of people was like Yo I don't believe in kids disrespecting It kind of justified Yo you was disrespectful You got popped in the mouth A um, couple of things I don't know and I can't say I don't like um, the fact of he punched his daughter in the mouth. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a police thing. I don't know if that was a police stating what they were told thing.
1: Well, I mean, she had blood on her. She got bopped, right? Yeah, she <laughs> like, definitely it was, got, like so. We know we know that that happened. So what? It's it's immaterial whether it was closed <laughs> close hand or open. But it make a point.
0: difference to me. Yeah, it does. But, but maybe for a normal person, but not a six eight. Dude, who's probably two hundred twenty something pounds? He's vegan now, so he might be about two hundred five.
1: No, nah, he can't. He's too big for that. But, but this is my thing. I, uh, I you can't go around punching. You, yeah, I, I don't, I don't believe in. Okay, I believe that all parents deserve the right to whoop their kids. Right? I think they reserve the right. Reserve the right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But I, but I, 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 but I also believe in hands-on parenting, right? And it's not even gentle parenting per se. Like well, I call it hands-on.
0: But well, this was hands-on. This
1: well, hands-on, <laughs> as in you're active, right? Oh, not hands-on, oh. as in you put your hands on them, right? <clears throat> because I think I think sometimes we we do things because we feel we want that immediate, you know, turnaround, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it's just like, bro, I have never, I, I'll say this, like when my when my son was younger. Now I didn't have a stubborn kid. Maybe with a stubborn kid, you might have to bop them. Mm-hmm. But you know, nothing ever took more than honestly ten or fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. Like even even if it was a punishment and we had to sit down, you know, to get our bearings. Like bro, like because that's an eternity for a child. Yeah, yeah. And I think that if you start, I ain't,
0: I ain't never getting out of here.
1: Yeah, if you start there, I think when they get old, I think I don't know. I don't have teenage. I don't have a teenager yet. When I get when I get a teenager, we I might will come check in here back here and say like, yo, I was completely wrong. But I, I do know that I've seen parents that you know had kids that they never really had to bop or jack up. I think I think we really got to get back to being able to say, all right, what's most valuable to the kid, right? Like mm. you know, like the time, right? The activities, right? Them doing something. And I think sometimes like, parents get mad and they'll be like, oh, well, you're going to be on punishment for you know, three weeks. Uh, that that's excessive, mm, right? Facts. <laughs> you know but if you start taking incremental things away i think that you know you're you're helping that child understand what it's going to be like to be in the real world That's what i'm trying to say
0: um yeah i didn't like the fact of yo you putting your hands on somebody you know you're a former nba player you know you know one thing um my dad always taught me um and he reiterated it once we got once my son got here was yo don't do nothing out of anger whatever you do and he you know he he gave me that gem once I got married. He gave it to me again once my son. He was like, "Yo, don't do nothing out of anger." Facts. And everything about this Stoudemire situation gave me, "Yo, I reacted out of anger." Yeah. Um. And so you, yeah, bro, br- you you already know, the fact that you put your you 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 drew blood from your daughter's mouth and decided to go walk across the stage was wild. Now. Bruss said something in his follow-up statement that it let me know we ain't going to ever hear about this situation again. He let y'all know what type of group he a part of and that those people got power. And I don't think we're going to hear about this ever again. <laughs> y'all can go read his statement, but it was enough in there to let me know that, you remember when the UNC coach uh, said, "Yeah, I love my white wife," and nobody even mentioned it. Yeah, like, nobody cared. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's th- and you know, you kind of was just like, "All right, why you had to tell us that?" You must have been signaling to somebody. Yes, I think we got a signal, Well, they got a signal. It was a little bat signal that got thrown <laughs> out there. So I'm gonna leave that there. Um, Brian McKnight bought his stepdaughter a car, and y'all was in an uproar.
1: I I don't even think I don't even think. It was- what
0: kind of car was it? Did they say? Yeah, I think it was, I want to say it was a Porsche, but I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! Now nah, it, it was a Porsche. It was, it was, oh, okay, it, it was nice. Come on, man. It was nice. You can't go buy your stepdaughter a Porsche.
1: Well, this is the thing. So it <laughs> looks bad because Brian. I don't know if Brian Mynatt has still cut his sons off, but remember they wasn't really doing a lot. Brian was getting annoyed, and he cut his sons off, right? Mm. But he's taking care of his current wife's daughter. Okay. Right? So, you know, by proxy his daughter. I don't, I don't believe in calling step kids, step kids. No, nah, right? no, nah, it's her daughter. So, so it's it's his daughter, right? But it's not his biological daughter. That does present a problem. And this is one of those dynamics that I don't think we really I don't think we really think about before we even get married, right? Like mm. if I like like you know, if I have a child and I marry a woman that doesn't have a child or if she has a child, you really don't ever have that conversation of well, how are we going to treat our children, right? Yeah. Are we going to treat them the same, or are we going to treat them, you know, I I raise my kid, you raise your kid, right? Which sounds fucked up, <laughs> but nine times out of ten, that's what ends up happening, right? He got her BMW. Okay, BMW. So it's one of those things, it's like, oh, how do you raise your, how do you raise, how you, you know what, not how you raise your kids. How do you raise the question of stepchildren heading into a marriage? Mm. Like, was Brian McKnight wrong? I don't I don't think he was wrong per se. Nah. You know
0: Now they are saying, is this girl white that he married to? Uh
1: I think she's Asian.
0: So they saying that so the internet is saying that he turned his back on his black kids.
1: <laughs> I love the internet. <laughs> Gotta, I love the internet, dog.
0: Well,
1: I mean kinda. Uh, no, I mean, no, you know no, Brian man. said the boys didn't want to work, man. They didn't want to do anything. And, and, and I think that I think that's an important thing. I think that's an important lesson. I think he started late. I think that's a lesson for us before we blow up, right? Like, oh, I ain't going to have no step kids. Like, no, I'm saying no. Oh. With your kids, though, right? Like, it's Gavin. <laughs> 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 ain't going to have no step kids. Hell nah. <laughs> but no, no. What I'm saying is like, uh, that's no. a great joke in there, too. There really is. I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> to walk past it. I'm going to just walk right past it. <laughs> but no, but <laughs> you don't make me forget my point, man. You don't make me forget my point, <laughs>
0: If you know the joke, you know the joke. (laughs) Shout out to those who know. Those who can, can. Those who can't, always look at whatever Denzel said, man. Denzel. Denzel. Yeah, we've saying his name wrong?
1: Yeah, we've said his name wrong for the last 25 years. Okay, so why don't people correct it? Well, he has to correct it. We we, we are idiots. We thought it was Denzel. Well,
0: well, we think Ariana Grande's name is that, and it's Ariana Grande. It's it's Ariana Grande? Yes, bro. It's not Grande. We just assumed she was Hispanic. She white.
1: <laughs> like dead ass. We did not assume. She wanted us to think she was something besides yeah, yeah. what she was. We gotta stop doing that.
0: <laughs> this entertainment, y'all be wanting us to think people are colored and they not. Y'all really wanted us to think the Kardashians was colored. You seen Chloe? She looked totally different now.
1: Chloe looks crazy. She's too skinny, man. <sighs> she is she's too she, skinny. She,
0: the point about Chloe
1: was, yo, you the thick sister. Yeah, exactly. Like, we we actually, th- those that liked you liked you for that. Like, nah, she she ain't. She and ain't. not
0: Tristan. He didn't like you in none of the transformations. <laughs> but we liked you for that. But, yeah, she's not even thick anymore, bro. It's kind of sick. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: And, I ain't. It, and what's crazy is that they're all creeping into those 40s, man. So, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I start, I start feeling bad. I, like, So, we always say that men, or we say adults in general. Mm-hmm. When by the time you hit your 30s, you got to get your mental health together. That's on you. It's not on your parents no more. It's not on your wife. Okay. not on your husband. That shit's on you. Okay. So it's the same thing. When you're creeping into your 40s, man, like, hey, y'all going to hate me for this. Y'all going to hate me for this. Y'all going to hate me for this. I'm going to tell you now. All right. You ain't sexy no more. Wait. Hold on. Look, when you start getting to your 40s, like, you you can't sell sex. You can have sex appeal, but, like, bro, when... Whenever you get sent to the grocery store for milk, right? You're not going for the milk that expires tomorrow. You're going for the milk that expires two weeks from now. I'm sorry, like this this ideal <laughs> for men and women that is like, yo, I want to get in my 40s and now I want to now I want to wear baseball caps. They gonna fry your ass. No, you can't. Uh. You can't, man. Like like. You, Bro, we notice this. When, when men hit their 40s and 50s and they're dressing like the kids that are 18, 19, we call that shit stupid.
0: Okay, they're going to let you live for that. They're going to let, let me live for that.
1: For men. Yeah, okay. but it's the same. Like, yo, when women are walking into their 40s and they're dressing like the girls that are 20, yo, it... All right. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck
0: it. <laughs> um, um, I don't care. Shout out to the grandma. She be wearing them green dresses. She got gray hair. Her body stacked. Y'all be t- tagging her on Facebook. She dope. She does um,
1: she, she, she does look good, but she also isn't half naked. Uh, will you, will I you seen one s- she was, but yeah. One? Yeah, okay, it well, won. I missed that one. Because normally she's in a beautiful dress Absolutely. or a gown uh-huh. and, you know, some nice. Sh- like, yo, that's, okay, that's attractive. That's pretty, right? But she can't compete against the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated.
0: Yeah, nah, it is one of those
1: things. Yeah, where like it's she like,
0: can't. It's like, yo, but you know what? Like I said off air, man, shout out to the young moms. Y'all, y'all might have been on to something by, you know, being single moms in y'all twenties. And with y'all. I, turn, <laughs> you, are, you
1: are not on anything for being a single mom in your 20s. They get 20. to
0: travel and look, they get to be, you know, Yeah, buy milk. Yeah, they yeah.
1: Yeah, at after after you've given your children a disservice of being raised without a two-parent home. You're not y'all, you're y'all not. See crushing how I walked him down the you, hall. Yeah, you're he, not you're not you're not crushing it, man. And like and let's let's go ahead and say this. Why are right? you stepping on my joke? <laughs> Damn. Cause I because I hate I hate that in our community. I hate that uh. we've embraced bastard culture. Oh gosh, here we go. Oh you tell you somebody said Bernice Burgo. Bernice Burgo is she Bernice, is hell. yeah she is, she is but five. Bernice
0: looks twenty something years younger than her. And her daughter is in her twenties and she looks like a teenager. Like it's something in their water, in their gene pool that yeah, doctor look-
1: Miami. Ask, <laughs> nah, nah,
0: Bernie, bro. When your daughter, like, in kind of, his huh,
1: young Bernies, did not look like old Bernice.
0: But Bernie's daughter looks like she's
1: sixteen, and it's weird. Oh, I mean, I, I I haven't seen her daughter in a while.
0: Yeah, and but, but yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, it's a here's the thing. Also. The 20% don't represent
1: the 80. Exactly. And it's not even 20%. It's like 5%. It is. It's like 5. Shout out to the five. Shout out to the 5%. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, there's something to there's something to be said for the older we get, man. Becoming more. Who who's gonna be gracious? Gracious, right? Who's gonna be ladylike? Who's gonna be gentlemanly? Like, we all can't be baddies.
0: Uh, (laughs) Um, shout out to Daryl Dash, who's in the comments. He loves to say that, uh, first of all, he loves to say men don't need no more podcasts. He also, he has, you know my list about women don't like women? Yeah. He has a list of um,
1: women. Oh, th- oh, you know, think- I saw it. Yeah. Things that men can't do yeah, <laughs> anymore. That's his
0: list. That's the original <laughs> list. That shit is amazing. Um, All right. Before we get out of here, Gabrielle Union.
1: What does she do now? She told y'all, oh, man, that she is was right. Entitled, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. She said, she said uh, she was entitled to cheat. Man, I, wh- I be telling y'all to practice high relationship, and y'all be listening to this dub shooter. Oh no, we could be partners. We could do it together. I don't know why
0: men. <laughs> uh, I don't know why me, especially the young boys. Yo, shout out to all of my millennials and Gen Zs that's not listening to this that needs to tune in. Yo, stop falling for that. Yo, we. I got me a partner. <laughs>
1: Just stop. Look, this is the thing. You can build together. The woman can absolutely contribute. But I'm here to tell y'all fellas, man, like, look, we have to build up and we have to retire those women. All right. Seriously. Like, you gotta retire them. <laughs> there's not Why? There's, there's not a woman out there that's like thinking to herself, oh my God, I can't wait to be married and work with my husband until I'm 65. There is not. One, bro. There's not one. Stop listening to whatever the fuck everybody else is saying. Facts. At some point, that woman wants to be retired. Yo, ass can still go to work, Facts. but she wants to sit home with the kids or the grandbabies and live the life of. Le- and you know what, though, if she if she helps build the foundation, right, much less put up the frame. You know what, she should get that. Like, as men, where are we getting off with of this thing that we don't want to take care of women anymore?
0: Um, I tell you exactly why. Shout out to the millennials. I'm about to speak for <laughs> us. Um. You know what really happened? This is, all right, in all seriousness, and I'm, I'm coming with the jokes right after this. Um, we watched our fathers work. We never got to see our fathers enough um, or as much as we wanted to or as much as we saw our moms. So we watched them work nine to five, five days a week. Saturdays, we got stuck with them. Sunday, we were at church. Clearly, I'm talking about me. And then what ends <laughs> up happening is you see that man. Get to his forties when you' about to graduate, and he just looks tired and yes. shit, right? So then, men, we got this in our mindset, like, oh shoot, we don't want the woman who was who wants to be a stay at home mom. Like, I don't think men really understand the benefits of stay at home moms, and I I think men's look at it, men look at it as like, yo, I, I don't, don't want that woman. So yeah. what now? Here's the joke. Mike ain't tell y'all this, but this is the truth. You gotta stop thinking that you partnering with a woman. And you get to run your house. Facts. That's that's like, what,
1: like, they, they, that, that should never be the like that should never be the ideal, right? Like, yeah, you trust me. You don't even want to run the house, bro. You don't. Mm-hmm. You do not want to. You do not want to set doctor's appointments. You do not need to know what yes. what, what needs to go in the pantry. You do not need to know what water, what, fa- what favorite treat, bro. Let your wife handle all that shit.
0: Well, you don't get like men got to stop thinking like oh partnership also equals submission from my wife. Look, uh, look, cause that's the bullshit that the women are selling y'all in line and let, then they y'all finding out y'all beta look. males and it's cool. <laughs> and nothing ain't wrong with that. Let me let me
1: explain. Nothing wrong with beta males, right? Nothing at all. But Rock was one according to Mike. <laughs> See how he's starting out twenty twenty three? <laughs> Barack was one, according to Michelle on these goddamn talk shows You've right now. You've seen these interviews and, they be doing. Yeah, see, I see. I, I hey, bro, I never put you out there like that. Your wife did that. Yo, I have more respect for you as a man. <laughs> Yo, your wife. Barbara
0: Walters. You know, since she passed, they be showing that interview. She was like, "Yeah, your wife is more famous." And Barack looked shocked.
1: Yeah, like, no, she didn't. But, and, and, but here but and the truth of the matter is though, like, okay, for one, let, let's go there real quick. Michelle looked good too. She being Michelle stepping, does look good. Yeah. Uh, but she need she needs to drop her natural hair down. But anyway <laughs> <laughs> But let let let's go there though, right? The ideal that, you know, you could be married to a woman, right? Like mm-hmm. brought worked just as much as she worked. He didn't he did not make as much money, but I, I went and looked up from the time he graduated from Harvard to okay. when he got into the state house. I think it was four to six years. Mm-hmm. His first daughter was born before he went to the state house, mm-hmm. or maybe the year after he went to the state house. I might be I might be mixing those two dates up. All right, Barack literally was was going to run for president from the time he finished Harvard. Right. Yes. So this so this whole time she knows what the plan is, right? So any lack of income cuz you know he's not probably not really making any money as yeah. a house rep, right? As a professor, he's probably still pulling in way less wages than her, right? But if you look at his trajectory of where he ended up at, right? Yeah. Becoming the first black president of a racist nation, which is the most powerful nation in the free world, <laughs> bro, there's only like three things better than that that you can actually accomplish, right? Okay. You can find a cure for cancer, you could develop interstellar travel, and mm. you could desalinate salt water for free, right? Like, okay. those are like the three, those, there's the, those are the only three things oh that would be more <laughs> impressive than a black man becoming president. Of the United States of America, okay. right? So he did. He accomplished the fourth most complicated thing to do in the world, oh, and gosh. his wife is like, "Yeah, for two years, I ain't even like the motherfucker." Like, bro, that is the most that shit right there. That blows my mind because there's at this point it pre, it creates this this presumption that there's nothing that a man can do that is good enough, and I don't, I don't, I don't ascribe to that belief.
0: Um, the sad part is. They are part of the entertainment com- uh, community as well. Yes, we gotta sell books. We gotta sell at these shows. Even though you could sell it around it. Now, the joke for me is, then the question to me becomes: Is this true or false? Do she believe this? Do she not? The fact that you're willing to go out there and do all that,
1: to well, uh, do, to, yeah, to
0: make headlines is weird to is me. Is there
1: isn't there a protection that a spouse owes to another spouse? And 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 this yeah. is, and this isn't for me to like to to be anti Barack or anti Michelle. We love y'all. But, you know, being that this is the preeminent black couple, most famous black couple that we have. Okay. And one of the most successful black couples that we have. Okay. If we see that behavior in them, then what, what chances do... Mike have. Yeah, you know, Mike have on anybody. Like, <laughs> what chances do anybody have? You know, well, myself, I mean, personally, I told y'all, that's why, that's why a woman needs to hit the arc, right? She got to adore you. She got to respect you. She got to celebrate you. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if she adores, you know, if if she adores her husband, right, then she's like, yo, there's no way in hell I'm going to, you know, mention anything negative about him to anybody else. Right. If she respects you, she's going to recognize that you you completed the fourth hardest task in the history of man. Right. (laughs) And, you know, and if she celebrates you, she's not thinking about what you used to be. She's looking at what you are. That is true. So, um, um, women got to hit the arc. Like, like fellas, they, there's easy ways to avoid this. That's all I'm saying.
0: Absolutely. Now, um, I do want to shoot, going to Gabrielle Union, I do want to shoot her a little bit of bail. I read the article, read her quotes, and so y'all won't call us, you know, misinformed. She did say that she called her man cheating on her um, before. And now, does that matter? I don't know. What really came out was she said, yo, um, I one day I just – Realized that his career was going down, mine was going up, and I decided because I was entitled, I decided to have revenge cheating, which was kind of like keeping score. Yeah, um, it's
1: definitely keeping score, and, and then it's um definitely it's definitely low emotional IQ too.
0: Yeah, it is. And
1: I, dang, we could go somewhere, but I don't want to
0: do it. And then <laughs> um another thing is is like I do want to give her some props for. Saying yo, I saw red flags before. I just ignored
1: them. Yeah, but that none of that none of that came out. And this is so. This is another thing too. Like I hate when people, you know, they give these grandiose ways of they they've gotten better. Brittany Renner did one right, and okay. what? But but even in that, she said, you know, I allow men to use me instead of saying, hey, I use my beauty to exchange for access to rooms. Right? Like <laughs> Britney Renner was in rooms that you know it it, it would take a normal man a million and a half dollars a year of a successful business to be in that same room, right? Hey, yo, Brittany, she, since we on Live Everywhere, yeah, come here. She she gets in because she's beautiful, right? So I don't I don't like that language of accountability. I was used. Like, no, no, you wouldn't, right? Gabrielle mm. Union wasn't used, right? Like, he was a successful NFL player in Miami. His career went uh, – not not in Miami, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. His his career, to her point, started going down, right? Her start going up. Yeah. And then she just saw an opportunity to be like, uh – yeah, it's, it's it, there's no love here, right? Yeah.
0: Well, she what she said, some of the red flags was the way he proposed, um, he was cheating. She said, I ignored all that. She yeah. said, he was drunk at our wedding day. I just ignored sign after sign, and then it just... Then everything like you said. So, But I you got
1: to say that, yo, I wanted that. Like, I liked that, yeah, right? that, like that. Yeah, that is what got started. Yeah, happened. you can't get there and just be like, yeah, you know, I should have known better. Like, no, you didn't want to know better. And that's why I, I hate this language of unaccountability because uh, what it causes is other individuals to look at the situation and, and say, oh, yeah, you know, that's right. I should do something similar. I, I'm able to say, you know what, yeah, you know, my – my wife wasn't shit, right? And then you talk about everything she did without talking about any of the things that you did. Like Gabrielle, you—you you are a married woman. You are a beautiful young woman, right? She is fine. And you get enslaved by dudes that know you married. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing about that that makes you say, "All right, you winning." Like nah, that shit's that shit's a loss. It shit yeah. is an L. Yeah, it is.
0: And the reason why, because we like to call out men when they take L's and when they do L's and they do dumb shit. So yeah, yeah, we call up.
1: we definitely call out men. And I and I think Gabrielle, like that, man, you should, you should have kept that one to yourself. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> anything before we get out of here? No, nah, man. Hey, welcome to the new season. Absolutely. Hey, we'll get these lives up. Uh, appreciate all y'all's support and let's let's get to 10,000 downloads this year.
0: Absolutely. Please donate to look. Please listen and send this to somebody. We need all the listens, downloads, donations. We're Dr. Umar at? Hold on. Donations. <laughs> donations. Um, we need it all. Um, and with that, we're going to holla at y'all next time. I'll at your boy.